This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. All right, thank you so much and good morning. Welcome to the show, everybody. And the Buzz Adams Morning Show here for Wednesday. It's August the 12th. And Joe Biden named his pick for vice president. If Joe Biden wins the election, Kamala Harris is going to be the vice president. And, you know, that ticks a lot of boxes. She'll be the first uh, female vice president. Mm -hmm. The first uh, African-American vice president. The first Indian-American vice president. Uh, Just a a lot of different things. And Kamala Harris... If you don't remember her bio from the Democratic debate, she was uh, she was Attorney General for the state of uh, California, Attorney General for I think San Francisco. I mean, trust me, we're all about to learn a lot more about Kamala Harris. Uh, but she was kind of like the front runner, I feel like, during all yeah. this. A lot of names were out there. Elizabeth Warren's name was out there, and uh, Stacey Abrams and some others. But I always felt like Kamala Harris was probably the, the strongest pick. She was district attorney of uh, both San Francisco, then the state of California, then was elected to the Senate in 2016. Uh, her mother was Indian, her father is Jamaican. So along with the the first female thing, those are going to be first mm-hmm. for vice president. Also, Maya Rudolph has already come out and said she's looking forward to playing Kamala Harris <laughs> as a guest on Saturday Night Live. I know. I heard she was That's like, spicy. She was live, I think, on Facebook when she found out. Nice. Great. Maya Rudolph won an Emmy for playing uh, Kamala Harris on Saturday Night Live. So I, I guess that'll be coming back. Um. Yeah, so there you go. Joe Biden's uh, running mate is Kamala Harris, which means there's a good chance that if Joe Biden's elected at some point, Kamala Harris is going to be called upon to uh, step into the role as president. She really did look like her, though, too. <laughs> Maya Rudolph looked yeah, like Kamala. The mannerisms, yeah. everything. She did a great job. Well, it's been an up and down week for people named Kamala. First, Kamala, <laughs> the Uganda giant, passes away, and now oh, Kamala no. Harris gets nominated to be vice president. <laughs> what a week for Kamala's. Good and bad. All right, let's uh, find out what's going on in everybody's department that they're working on. Brandon, a lot of sports today. Lots it of seems sports. like, uh, and a lot of it is coming out of the, some of the big conferences who made up their mind about the 2020 uh, football season, college football. Yeah, we kind of knew that this was coming yesterday because it was uh, being rumored, um, but we did get the official word that the Big Ten, they've postponed their fall sports. The Pac-12, they've also postponed their fall sports and basketball, which is technically a winter sport. Um, but they've gone and they postponed that. The other big conferences, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12, they all say they're going to keep moving forward as planned. But I got to tell you, the biggest thing in sports, and this is not even the, the Portland Timbers winning the MLS <laughs> Cup yesterday. Hey, how Timbers about them fans, Timbers, huh? But it's this. 
Anytime yeah. we can get Ed Orgeron, a.k.a. the Swamp Monster, to be on the air is fantastic. So he he weighs in on uh, the situation, whether or not they're going to be able to play football. Okay. we get, Tell me we got more yeah. Ed, Ed Orgeron oh, clips. Yes. Oh, yes. God, I hope so. Uh, so I kind of took what might How's have been your... turned him into a Muppet yet? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who does he sound like? Kind of cookie uh, monster-ish. Kind of cookie kinda monster. Oscar the Grouch-ish. Yeah, but mm-hmm. with a little bit of uh, Maybe Fat Albert. Playing. Maybe a little bit of Fat Albert in there. Hey, hey, hey. Like Oscar the Grouch's cousin. Yeah, yeah. Or is you're on the Grouch. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Sesame Street, uh, somebody who worked at a Sesame Street theme park got assaulted because they, they have a policy that guests have to wear masks. And oh my god! Wasn't wearing the mask, so they and did you see? Did they you know had there was surgery? The the person who was attacked. Yeah, I think it was a teenager who worked at the Sesame Street theme park outside of Philadelphia. I didn't yeah. know there was a Sesame Street uh, theme park outside of Philadelphia, but. Uh, that that is not sesame appropriate no, behavior. There, no, we don't we use our words, <laughs> not our fists on Sesame Street. Yeah, they. Uh, well, how's a Muppet gonna punch? I mean, think about those little arms. I don't know. Cook, I well, take some was, cookies from Cookie Monster and tell me what happens. He looks like he's good. He could fight me. Well, he's got the real arms. Uh-huh. Or he's like the Swedish Chef. He got the real hands. Cookie Monster also has like that drug strength. Because yeah. cookies are his drug. Because he's free basing chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so there was an assault on a worker over masks at Sesame Street. Uh, Lisa, what else is coming up in the news today? Well, there is a lawsuit that has been filed against uh, police in Key West, and that is because of an eight year old who was uh, arrested. Now, the actual arrest, this happened back in 2018. Uh, there's video now to go with it, too. But the police tried to arrest him and handcuff him, but his hands were too small for the handcuffs. Okay. So the body cam footage was tweeted out by attorney Benjamin Crump and um, saying it's unbelievable. They said that they used uh, the Key West police used scared straight tactics on this eight year old boy with special needs. Um, they say that he's three and a half feet tall, 64 pounds, but the police still thought it was appropriate to handcuff him and transport him to a adult prison. What, what were they going to do? Put him in there with what? the gin pop? <laughs> what yeah. was the plan? Exactly. And so according or to was the, it just like, we're going to scare him, we're going to put the handcuffs on him and really scare the scare the love of Jesus into him or something? So here's what happened. Uh, the, the boy, uh, he punched a teacher. So we'll start with that. Right. But they do say that he has special needs. So they say the trouble began when the teacher saw the boy sitting at a lunch table oddly and asked him to sit with her the boy apparently said don't put your hands on me and the teacher took him for a walk during which he cursed and punched her in the chest right sounds like the teacher was trying to make make a connection with the boy she probably didn't deserve being punched yeah they say that the boy has behavioral and emotional disabilities but does this need to turn into a police issue yeah, that's the kind of the question that they're asking. But uh, they said that there, a civil lawsuit has been filed against the officers involved. Do you know some school? Because I I know teachers, and I got teachers in my family, as as probably almost everybody knows. Mm-hmm. You know, has teachers. Uh, but in a lot of schools, if they've got uh, kids with learning disabilities, especially behavioral disabilities, they right. they've got them in you know like the ones that are. Uh, the, the kitty might be in a in a thing and they in, in a different class. Yeah, and it's people who are trained specifically to deal with that. And also, they get like a couple of, uh, you know, like bigger 
guys who may not be teachers but maybe be assistants just in case uh, there's an incident like this where a kid right and that's what the lawyer hits. is the lawyer is saying that is that the child should have been put in the school's individualized educational program um, instead of the I guess as you said the gen pop uh, well they're, they're, they got away from it so when I was in school uh, they did like the the kids that were behavior problems or learning disability problems were kind of separated and then I, I would say probably at some point since I was in school so in the 80s or 90s they decided no no what we're going to do is is incorporate them into the regular classrooms that's the best thing to do and it sounds like maybe they've they've abandoned that in a lot of schools uh, and well and we had that the, you had what we had the separated or, yeah. or in class. Yeah, we had the separate uh, the separated well, uh, special education program. We had it up from elementary school all the way until high school. But they did. There were some classes that you know, if they could, they would let the kids come and play. Like or when we were in elementary school, because there was one kid, um, Stefan, who was like the nicest guy. He, he had the best birthday party, so everybody went to his parties. Yeah. And, like, at first his parents were so worried nobody would show up, but then everyone would show up because he had the best birthday parties. But, yeah, no, he was, uh, they did have special classes, and but they were allowed to go and do some activities with us. But, yeah, no, all the way through high school. That was always weird when you'd gone to first, second, third grade with a kid, and then all of a sudden they're not they're not around anymore. It's like, uh, where's Andrew Giuliani? And they're like, I don't know. I, did his parents move? And it's like you would see him. With the with the other class, like he had been put in the special learning thing, so I think maybe at some point though, a lot of schools decided no, the best course of action is to integrate these kids with the learning disabilities or behavior problems into the rest of the class, and maybe that didn't work out. You know, it could get real disruptive. But I don't I don't know about handcuffing a kid at school, and the handcuffs are too big. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Joanne, entertainment news. What are we looking at as far as entertainment goes today? The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is getting flipped, turned upside down. Mm. The Hollywood Reporter reports that the show will be adapted into a drama series based on a viral YouTube trailer. Somebody made it uh, wow. like a year ago uh-huh. or so. They made like a gritty reboot trailer mm-hmm. for... Uh, Fresh Prince Bel Air. Yeah, and it caught the eye of Will Smith. And, and they was decided like, Let's do it. we're going to do it. Hey, look, if they can have all these issues uh, in an Archie comic <laughs> on TV, it's we true. can do Fresh Prince of Bel Air and make it a lot more serious. So, <laughs> here, do you want to see the scene where Will's mom uh, gets freaked out because. And tells him, you're moving with your auntie and uncle well, in Bel Air? Well, I mean, one little mm. fight and his mom got scared. So, that's, <laughs> that's in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, shooting some b-ball outside of my school, and there must have been a couple of guys that were up to no good. Uh-oh, oh, there's yeah. the guys that are up no, to no good. They're going to make some trouble in his neighborhood. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. got in one little fight, Dang. and his mom got scared. Nice free meek shirt. Nice. Uh, the cops are there. Will takes off. Uh-oh, Will got arrested. And he had a gun in his bag. Hey, he didn't mention that in the theme Whoa, song, Fresh that Prince. That wasn't in the song. <laughs> Parents just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Is he going to sing in the cab? Probably not. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yo, Holmes. Has any, you later. Has anybody posted this yet? Can anybody no. go over and see? Somebody needs to do that because that's amazing. I think. Well, that's old, isn't it? Well, that's the trailer. Is that's old. the trailer, but yeah. it's what they're basing the new show, the, the reboot news off of. The reboot of yeah. is new. I don't know if they're going to use the same actors, but I thought that Mama was really, really no, powerful. No, the guy who created the trailer will be working on the series with Will Smith. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's do our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. And today is August the 11th. It's National Vinyl Record Day. Oh. National Middle Child Day. Do you still play your vinyls? At Christmas time, yeah. There's something about Christmas time, just that, that oh. warm, Christmassy sound that you get on vinyls. Okay. I do. Are you a middle child or are you a. Me? You're, you're middle or oldest? Oh, no, I'm the baby. You're the youngest. I okay. I am the spoiled brat, yes. <laughs> uh, today is Milkman Day. Oh. Also. World Elephant Day is today. Birthdays include actress Cara Delevingne, who played Enchantress in Suicide Squad. She's 28. Casey Affleck, uh, Ben Affleck's little brother, is 45. He won an Oscar for... He's an Oscar winner. Yeah, he got Me too too. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. and he also got accused of, like, yeah. He got Me too but I don't feel like he got totally Me too You know how some people got Me too and it's just, like... Game over, man. No, he still works. Yeah. yeah, he still works. Yvette Nicole Brown, who played Shirley on Community, is 49 today. And actor Michael Ian Black yeah, is 49. Hilarious. Tennis player Pete Sampras is 49 today. And Sir Mix-a-Lot, who had a big hit with Baby Got Back, he is 57. A uh, few other names that have birthdays today. Sam Jones, who played Flash Gordon in 1980s Flash. Ah! Sam Jones is 66, and he uh, apparently got a fight at a Comic-Con with Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk. So you get to see Flash Gordon go up against the Hulk. Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits. Yeah! We love us some straights, man. See, you need to give me a heads up on these birthdays so I can have it ready to roll. Happy birthday, Mark Knopfler, who is 71. And old school actor George Hamilton is having a birthday. He's 81. Is that the orange face guy? Yeah. Well, the other orange face guy now. (laughs) (laughs) And The, The OG. The OG. The OG orange-faced man. And Metallica's fifth album, which everyone refers to as the Black Album, came out 29 years ago on this date. So that had just like one hit after another. Inner Sandman, The Unforgiven, Nothing Else Matters. One of those albums that's just like, dang, every song on here is excellent. Uh, that was 20. I know there are some like Metallica purists who didn't like it because it was their most commercial thing they'd put out, but come on, these are classics. So, uh, yeah, Metallica's Black Album came out on this date 29 years ago. Always uh, interesting things we can find out about our dates in history. Did you know that the first IBM personal computer was released on this date, 1981? So, this was the first time. Uh, on this date, 39 years ago, people could get an IBM computer 
in their home, man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I heard Brandon talking about this. I haven't read it myself. Is there a Dr. Pepper shortage? You may notice a shortage in some Dr. Pepper, yeah. Dang. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what are you going to do? What? Cry? Tell me. You know what I've noticed? It's hard to mm-hmm. find caffeine-free and caffeine-free diet, Dr. Pepper. They have caffeine-free Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Wow. I'd be on that, that, man. I can't drink it because it's got too much caffeine in it. It has the gold yeah. trimming around yeah. it. Yeah. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The but gold's... don't get it mixed up with the cream soda one. Yeah, That's right. The cream soda one oh, does yeah. kind of look like the, the gold. I love the cream soda one. Somehow, they so dis- all the different companies decided, you know what? A little gold... Is gonna be the is gonna signify caffeine free because mm-hmm. it's the same way with Pepsi and Coca Cola. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, give me the lowdown. What's going on? So, Dr Pepper has actually responded to the shortage, saying that they know it's hard to find Dr Pepper these days, and they're actually working on it. Uh, but did you know that there's an aluminum can shortage right now? No. There is yes, an there aluminum is. can shortage. We did talk about that, I think, because uh, the beer companies were the first to bring this up because they were saying it might be harder. It was harder for them to get the cans for beer, too. Well, according to Dr. Pepper, it has nothing to do with that, sure. It mm-hmm. just has to do with the fact that they've had a high demand in the last four months for the product because mm-hmm. pandemic. Uh, that also uh, applies okay. to all peppers of Dr. All flavors of Dr. Pepper that includes their nearest, their newest, uh, the cream soda. Pass. No, you don't like it? I haven't tried it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I've heard it's really good. So how do you pass on it? <laughs> right. I don't think you're I don't think you can improve on Dr. Pepper. Meanwhile, they Dr. had a Pepper. berry like when they had a berry a dark berry flavored Dr. Pepper. Had one. Oh, the I dark cherry or it was no, it was a berry like one. a blueberry. Or uh-huh. Oh. You're a oh no. Dr. Pepper original kind of guy. It was you're an purist. abomination. Oh. Well, no. I mean, I would only drink that if I had no other choice. <laughs> we still I mean, need I'd... to do the taste test where we get Dr. Pepper or Mr. Pibb. We did it, but I feel like it was a little rigged. How? Because the sodas were, some were cold and some weren't. Yeah, no. we got, you got you to have standard across the board, man. Mm-hmm. Like put a Mr. Pibb and a Dr. But Thunder he, in he there. He totally and... figured out which one was that, the like the Zevia one. Oh, the Stevia. The oh, yeah. Stevia one. Yeah, he totally figured out that one. You guys know that, like, because well, it's terrible. The only water Buzz drinks during the day is in his Dr. Peppers. Yeah. No. He refuses yeah, no, his monster drink energy drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. My monster energy drink. Like, I've tried to get him water. He's like, oh my God, I think I uh, have heat, heat exhaustion. I'm like, uh, do you want some water? He's like, no, I just got my, my Dr. Pepper. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, well you know, when they, with that recommendation of however much water they're supposed they, they say you're supposed to drink. A day, that can be in the water in tea. Or yeah, the but water Dr. Pepper in... and the caffeine inside of it's a diuretic. You're just going to pee it all out anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> oh. that's water. Could you, if you could, would you fill up your pool with Dr. Pepper and no. just swim in it? Be a waste of Dr. Pepper. Well, you could drink it. <laughs> Go flat real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that I haven't thought about that. Like maybe just the the jacuzzi part of the tub. Maybe just fill that up with Dr. Pepper and. And also get hot too soon. Anyway, if you find it hard to find some Dr. Pepper, maybe you branch out to Dr. Thunder? Never. <laughs> Mr. Pibb? Mr. Pibb. I only make that, like, when you go in, for some reason there was a, there were a, there was a theater chain 
that wouldn't that didn't have Dr. Pepper, but they did have Mr. Pibb. It's Alamo. Because when we went, you asked for Dr. Pepper, and they were like, we have Mr. Pibb. How does Alamo not have Dr. Dr. Pepper? Right. I know, right? Texas. Is it because... It, Dr. Pepper is the most... Like, places have, it's like, oh, we have Pepsi products, and we have Coke products. Is that what's going on But they on there? usually, if yeah. they have Pepsi products, they will still have Dr. Pepper. Yeah. That's like the one that, that can branch all types of sodas. Come on, It Alamo. can bridge all of the differences. But yeah, they right? had a flaming Dr. Pepper. Oh. oh, that used to be a thing. Uh, <laughs> it's Amar- still a thing. I'm, I used to know the ingredients, though. It was like amaretto. Amaretto rum? No. Well, you, you grain alcohol. You dumped it in a beer. Yeah. Ew. And generally, you it, wanted it was like, like a it was, light beer. And then you set it on like fire. And then you set it, set it on, on fire. fire. Yeah. Well, I think you'd set in. the shot on fire and yep. then drop it in mm-hmm. the beer. And then, and you, then chug it. you chug it. And it had kind of a Dr. Pepper flavor. No, it tasted too. exactly like Dr. Pepper. Uh, depending on how you made it. And that's the blur of Joanna at 23. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I once ended up naked in a pool. Well, from because flaming of Dr. flaming Peppers. Dr. Peppers? Yeah. You guys aren't saying it the the right way. It's Flaming Dr. Pepper from Hell is the full title of it. No, we just group. call it Flaming DP. Okay. That's, I, think, yeah. I thought that was a different that thing. Sounds like a, that sounds like a gay porno. <laughs> that's a different drink. Flaming DP. Is, is that how you ended up naked in the pool, too? No. No, thank God. But then, So that happened one of the times, and then another time I almost burnt a bar down. My hand caught on fire. Brandon. Yeah, like the guy, the bartender said it was my birthday and the bartender, um, like we were there for like a radio thing and the bartender told me, he's like, look, we normally don't do these, but it's your birthday. We know you. We trust you. That was his That's where they that, messed up. There was his mistake. Yeah. Mistake he was like, look, one. so we're going to do this. He goes, just make sure you pick this up and you drop it straight in. And so he pours the shot. He lights it on fire. And then I didn't realize that he had dribbled a little bit on the bar too. So when I picked up the shot... It dribbled a little bit out, and then poof, there goes the bar. So I'm, I'm in the at the time I'm tr- like my hands on fire. I'm dumping it into the thing. I'm shaking my hand while I'm trying to drink the beer. Ew. It was a fiasco. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. A new state has the highest rate of spread of COVID nineteen in the country. What state do you think it is? Uh, well, after I just South read that Dakota. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. South Dakota. Oh wait, that probably that probably wouldn't have popped. I'll up yet, say uh, one of the Carolinas. Hawaii. Oh. Wow. Hawaii's reproduction rate stands at 1.6. That means every infected person is spreading the virus to 1.6 others on average. The next, though, Brandon, South Dakota. South Dakota. Has the... There you go. Brandon, why did you choose... I think everybody probably knows, but why did you choose South Dakota? Sturgis. Because of Sturgis. Do they specifically say that? In the story you have, Lisa? No, they don't. It just says that they have the high, next highest rate at 1.2, and then after that is Texas at 1.16. Hawaii reported 140 new cases of COVID yesterday. It's the 12th consecutive day that they've had a triple-digit increase. All but two cases came from Oahu, where there are more than 2,000 active cases, and there's concerns about uncontrolled spread. Three well, that's new- the big island, <laughs> I think. As the, as, I've never as been the natives Hawaii. would say, it's the Big Island. The Big Island. I don't think Oahu's the Big <laughs> I Island. I don't think the it big is. Island is called the Big Island. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never been, so I could be wrong, but I think Honolulu is on Oahu. No. Okay, so the Big Island is called the Big Island. Geography at all? Then there's Maui. Then I there's name, Oahu. I can name the state fish. <laughs> Uh, what is oh is it like a really hard what was it the it's marlin the, it's the huma huma nuka nuka apua yeah there you go oh. I was like I know it's like a really long <laughs> nice. one that's from my I think it was my sixth grade report 
Which is, and it, you can also call it the trigger fish. Well, what was it again, Brandon? The Homohomonukanuka Apua. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, the four main islands are like, yeah, Oahu, Kauai. Maui. Maui, yeah, and then the big one. Look at Buzz looking it up. <laughs> Look at Apua. Honolulu is on the southeast coast of the island of Oahu. Oh, I'm sorry. I was too busy proving you wrong that Oahu was not the big island. <laughs> I... Th- Okay. Just like San Diego. <laughs> Whales, vagina. Whales, I guess we're just going to agree to disagree. Oh, you guys can say that word, but not the... Yeah. Yeah, because we're not talking about term. what we're going to do with it. Not about the WAPs. Because well, we're not going to... It's not a human vagina. There you go. It's a whale's. Okay. It's a whale's yeah. vagina. It is very wet because it's a whale. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Blowhole reference. Please say the state fish again, Brandon. Huma huma nuka nuka apua. <laughs> You know, that'd be a great, like, pet name for your wife. Like, you could just, I don't know. Okay. The U.S. government has reached a $1.5 million or billion dollar deal with drug manufacturer Moderna. They're going to produce and deliver doses of the company's vaccine once it is approved. Um, the director of National Institutes of Health has issued a warning, though, against trying to release vaccines too early earlier than safely possible for political reasons, saying it can't be allowed to happen. So Health and Human Services uh, Secretary Alex Azar is talking on ABC's Good Morning, calling for transparent data from Russia and says the U.S. remaining on track towards having those vaccine doses, hopefully by December. Am I down? Oh, sorry. Johnson and Johnson, two lovely people. Two mm. lovely people. What do you think of the Russian vaccine? Would you guys take that one? No. No. It's probably filled with cyanide. Well, exactly, right? Do you want to die? Or, or chlorine. Polonium-238 or something. Yeah, but stuff that'll turn you green. Supposedly the doctors gave it to like their families. and Dude, Putin says his daughter took it. They said they gave it to their they families. They sacrificed Dude, their if family. you want to yeah. know just what goes on over in Russia when it comes to medical stuff, watch Icarus. The documentary on Netflix. It's oh, all about the to. doping yeah. scandal and everything. And just, it's it's a brilliant documentary because they stumble on that. The documentary is supposed oh, to yeah, be about something I did completely watch that different. One. Yeah. It was about this guy who did uh, like he did bike rides and then he would enter in races and he decided I'm not improving at all. So how are these guys still improving? So mm-hmm. I'm going to start taking steroids. So he's got to hide it. He's got to find somebody that'll do it. So of course he goes to Russia and he finds this dude over in Russia. And then it, the, the whole lid gets blown off this, this Russian um, like, steroids. Scandal. Didn't the entire team get banned from the last Olympics? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Like it was so rife. And we like, that was the, the stereotype in the seventies and eighties was the, like the, the the Russian shot put for the women oh, was yeah. like this gigantic, you know, that they, they were all like juicing, right? That everybody was juicing, and then it came out just the last time there was an Olympics. I think the entire Russian team, some of them got to participate, but not as part of the Russian team. Yeah, hmm. you couldn't have the flag. You couldn't have the Russian flag because their program was so dirty that they just got banned. Okay. Would I take a vaccine? I wouldn't be one of the first. Well, I mean, I'd have to see that it was approved. Wait, exactly. You would wait to see if there were any negative effects, you know. Uh, and I think that's why it's, it's you know, kind of incredulous because you need the trust of the public to take this for it to work. You don't in Russia. Come on now. Well, I don't know if they're going to give it to everybody mandatorily, you know, but you need people to at least want to take it here in the United States. So not to worry. 
We will take care of your friends. <laughs> it's uh, just vodka. <laughs> have you guys heard of like... Look, we give you a shot. They hand you a shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> had you heard of the medicine thal- uh, thalamine? That was, thalidomide. Thalidomide. That was given in like the 70s or 80s to pregnant women. Mm-hmm. And then all their babies were born without legs and arms. Yeah, that that was a big thing that happened. Were they all named Bob? <laughs> that's a terrible joke. That was an awful joke. Uh, but no, but that, that's a lot the, of flippers, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's the. It was like thousands and thousands of babies, and that's the reason why they're so strict about testing now. Because if you're going to give like the entire population, and I think the whole point was it was an anti-morning sickness mm-hmm. drug. The so whole thing was for right. It wasn't even a life or death. It was like, oh, this will make it easier for you. You want your morning sickness uh, will go away, yeah. won't, won't be as bad. And then it's like, oh, this is like a horrible, horrible birth defect caused by this. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would want to know that the vaccine's not going to do something like that before anybody should take it. Well, they made thalidomide, I know just a tiny little bit about. They made it illegal. Uh, you know, they banned it in the U.S. before they banned it in Mexico, which is why mm-hmm. in Mexico... I would hope they banned it by now, but I would go over in the 90s to Mexico and you'd see a lot more people who had the characteristics of thalidomide hmm. uh, much much later than you would see people in the United States who had okay. had that. Hmm. Lisa, you got one final story? We'll wrap up the news here if you got one more story. Uh, okay, I guess. Uh, how do you save cattle from predatory attacks? Paint eyeballs on their butts. That's what happens. The University of South Wales spent four years doing this out in Botswana, uh, trying to oh, figure out. Oh, Botswana! Yeah, they they could get attacked by lions and exactly tigers. They're and trying to bears. keep mm. ex- oh my. lions, leopards, cheetahs, hyenas. So they're trying to figure out how to stop that. So the scientists tried it on fourteen different herds of cattle, divided them to groups: one with butt eyes, one with a cross <laughs> on its back, and one natural. Okay, butt so you had, you had butt years. eyes, you had a cross, and then you had like the placebo group. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, they said that the they were replicating eye spots on birds and butterflies that make assailants think they're being watched. Uh, they said it's also an old Aussie trick of wearing sunglasses on the back of your head to ward off magpie attacks. Which really? I need, I need to know more about that. I've but. seen the thing with the sunglasses on the back of your head. I thought that was a douchebag thing, not an Australian <laughs> thing. Right? <laughs> it attracts douchebags. Yeah, they said that the eye spots uh, they sh- they showed to deter large um, predators. So they said that stupid uh, lions. <laughs> it's unknown whether big cats can figure out that they are being tricked, but for now, farmers are excited because they have a simple, low-cost way to defend their cattle. Just paint eyes on their butt. If those lions figure out they're being tricked, then they're going to be really mad. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be killing cows they don't have any intention to eat. It's like fool us once, you jerk humans. All right, let's. Well, uh, tigers, they just need to sprinkle them all with cinnamon. They'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> tigers hate cinnamon. They love pepper. What? I don't get it. Is that a meme or something? No, I, don't I did get not it. get that. I don't Even know what that I refers got to. that. What, uh, what is it? Go is watch it from the a... Hangover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't really care for that. Okay. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Joanna's got our entertainment news a little bit later, including a gritty reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Not as a comedy, but as a gritty Torn from the day's headlines reboot. It's based on a, 
a, tr- a fake trailer that somebody put on YouTube and went viral on YouTube last year or a year ago. Hmm. And Will Smith is on board with it, so... I can show you the trailer, but jo- Joanna's got coming up at her entertainment news here. I mean, just go a few ahead. Minutes. It's fine. No, you need to save it for your entertainment news, right? I don't have to. <laughs> I, it sounds like you really want to talk about it. Right no, now. no, because I have other things entertainment-related oh, okay. to talk to. Okay. Forbes put out the list of the world's highest-paid actors for the past year, and The Rock, who has been number one for a long time, is number one again. Uh, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, made eighty-seven point five million. Last year, he was followed. It wasn't even really very close by Ryan Reynolds, who made seventy-one point five million. That's a movie I was kind of interested in seeing, and then all the theaters shut down. Free Guy. Did you ever see the trailer oh, for that? Yeah, that. Gosh, what man, I totally forgot one? about is that. that. Ryan Reynolds in it? Where yeah. he's a in video, video ga- game. He's a non-player okay. character in a video game who suddenly becomes sentient and you know starts doing things other than his programming. I I don't know. It looked huh. goofy but fun. I'm, I'm trying to remember the previews that I've seen that I'm I'm really bummed out because we haven't seen those yet. I'm not into Mulan like you guys are. Mulan, huh? Mulan. Yeah, I don't Mulan. care about Mulan. <laughs> but from, from the, uh, China, Mulan. China. The one about uh, Black Widow. I don't need from to see Avengers. a story about some female hero. Except Black Widow, that looks Black Widow, yeah, I'm, that looks delightful. I just really want to see Black Widow in her suit. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Ryan Reynolds came in at seventy-one point five million. Mark Wahlberg at fifty-eight million. Ben Affleck at fifty-five million. What did Ben Affleck do last year that he would have gotten um, paid a lot for? That Re- rehab. <laughs> no, he's a, a basketball coach. The yeah. way back. Yeah, I don't see that as. Being like the bulk of that fifty-five million, though, Vin Diesel uh, made the top five wow. at number five. Well, they got the fifty-four million cash cow of the Fast and Furious franchise mm-hmm. for for Vin Diesel. Yeah, him and The Rock. Num- oh yeah. Number uh, six is a Bollywood actor. So Bollywood is in India. <laughs> I don't know if people know that or not. <laughs> Nico, did you know that? Yeah, kind I of. Mean, <laughs> Ash K. Kumar is the highest earning Bollywood actor and the sixth is, highest paid actor in the world. Is that the Kumar from Harold and Kumar? No, okay. that is a very, very <laughs> racist thing for you to say. Uh, I'm sorry. Ash K. Kumar is made $48.5 million. I mean, think what that is in rupees. <laughs> Lynn Manuel Is that name like Pig Latin? Ashke? Cash? Cache? Lynn Manuel Miranda made uh, most of his money this past year from Hamilton, 45.5 million. Will Smith coming in at number, tied at number eight with 44.5 million. Damn, Will Smith can't even be in top five. His wife is in an entanglement. They're remaking Fresh Prince. <laughs> what if they What if they cast that August? He's then scared Kendall of sharks. Guy? He's scared of sharks. Adam Sandler made the top ten mostly because of his lucrative deal with Netflix at forty one million. Dude, Ben Affleck was in two movies last year: the hmm. the Jane Silent Bob reboot, oh, and Triple Frontier. Which I heard you talking about. I think this was when on vacation and you were talking about Triple Frontier is a good movie. What is that? It's a Netflix movie. It's got Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam. Um, oh man! Oh, it's an action movie. Yeah, right? it's a it's a I really good. Oh, Oscar Isaac is in it as well. Pedro Pascal. Is it already out? Oh yeah. 
It's it's well worth checking well, out. Well, Joanne is right. He was in that uh, movie where he played the former alcoholic basketball coach. Uh, apparently not last year. Mm. And Jackie Chan rounds up the top ten with uh, $40 million, mostly from the Chinese box office because Jackie Chan isn't making as many American movies mm-hmm. as he was. And he makes a, a whole bunch from endorsements. Weren't they doing a new Rush Hour? Did they do that? Did I miss it? Did I fall asleep? Did something happen? Pandemic. Pandemic. What's your ma- What's your favorite movie movie cameo of all time? BuzzFeed uh, posted their list of best movie cameos and made up a second list of cameos suggested by readers. So here are some of the highlights from both. Uh, Christopher Lloyd as his Back to the Future character Doc Brown in A Million Ways to Die in the West. That was pretty brilliant. That oh, wasn't yeah, that the was best. Funny. The best one was Ewan McGregor when he shows up. When Ewan McGregor shows up, I thought that was a better cameo. I had forgotten the Christopher Lloyd one. But that was not a very memorable <laughs> movie, I didn't think. It was Family Guy humor. Bill Murray as himself in Zombieland. Oh, yeah. That's great. That was my least favorite thing about that movie. Was Bill Murray? It was the Bill Murray. What? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Well, they show up at Bill Murray's <laughs> mansion, and he's dressed up as a zombie, because that's how he goes out and interact. You know, he go, gets to go. He zombie was golfing. Land. Right, he goes golfing with the zombies. It makes no sense that he would be like, hey, this guy's real skittish, and he's got a shotgun. Why don't you go up behind him and scare him? That makes no sense for anybody who has an IQ over a puddle. Why does everything to, have to like exactly it just makes play no out sense. in logical They live world. in zombie land. Yeah. Tallahassee convinces Bill Murray to go up and scare. Wait, was he Tallahassee? Yeah, he was Tallahassee. Tallahassee, uh, Columbus. Yeah, go scare to Columbus. go scare Columbus. And the whole thing was he's super skittish. Oh, he's got a shotgun. Sure enough, Bill uh, Murray's character gets shot in the head. It was the stupidest part of the entire movie. That's I, like the what is wrong. With- I really, it ruined the whole movie. You get upset about really strange things. Yeah. I just like the part where he goes, I'm so excited. You're about to find out who you're going to call. <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pat Damon as Fiona's new boyfriend in Eurotrip. Ah, uh, yes. Scotty, Scotty, Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. know. <laughs> Don't tell Scotty because Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. The Jonas Brothers as Cupid statues in Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian. Mm. Emma Watson as herself and This is the End. Wasn't that entire movie basically cameos by everybody? Mm. As themselves, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. The Michael Sarah cameo was better in that movie, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where he's in the bathroom? <laughs> They've got Brad Pitt as Vanisher in Deadpool 2. You see his face for like an eighth of a second. Yeah, like I didn't think. you? Didn't people like not know it was him until it was announced after the movie came out? Yeah, these are really terrible picks. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Annie Potts in the 2016 Ghostbusters. Now those weren't good cameos. Those were just terrible. That was a bad movie, and the cameos were crappy, and they killed Bill Murray. It is cameo. Maybe that's his deal. I'll only do a cameo if I get killed in it. And you don't like that Bill Murray gets killed? Yeah. I don't like that Bill Murray, who has survived the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> no, he bites not. it. He doesn't because he's going to play a practical joke on somebody who's both skittish and armed. 
it is stupid and makes no sense. <laughs> you know, there's also no such thing as zombies, right? So passionate about it. You know he's not really dead, right? Yeah. He's alive. He's still playing golf. <laughs> I, in fact, I think at that point in the movie, in the theater, I, I lost interest in the rest of the movie. They ended up in a... <laughs> In a amusement park or whatever, but after that, I was like, "No, this is this is stupid. I don't like it." <laughs> Keith Richards as Jack Sparrow's father in Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Yeah, well, yeah that, that was, was kind of I've known not because seen beyond the second Pirates of the Caribbean, don't they get so bad? They get you know, so confusing. It really does, and it's, it's not even stupid. funny. I didn't, I didn't consistently see him, but for some reason, I did see the one that had Keith Richards as Jack Sparrow's father. But that, but that was known because that was Keith Johnny Richards. Depp said that he he patterned the character after Keith Richards. Nice. But the one thing I didn't like too is now when you go watch or when you go to Disneyland, they have Pirates of the Caribbean. Like the movie is more in it now than ever before. Than the ride. Yeah. Dude, and have you seen the pirates they have over in um I think it's Hong Kong? No. Oh. Real pirate? It's it's it. It's amazing. Go watch that ride. Dude, I like one of the ride throughs. Oh. I love that ride because it's like the longest. It's like 16 minutes. And it's air conditioned, mm-hmm. so it's like hot outside. They've oh. got uh, Adam Lambert in Bohemian Rhapsody. So you would have to know a few things. First of all, who's Adam Lambert? Adam Lambert was one of the American <laughs> Idol, I think, winners or runner up. He was a runner up. He was a runner he up. Win. He became the lead singer of Queen. So right. when Queen tours, Adam Lambert is their lead singer. He took over after, I think, Paul Rogers. And in Bohemian Rhapsody, he's like the American trucker that Freddie Mercury hooks up with fairly early on in the film. That, that was scene Adam was Lambert. Stupid. Hey, that, we're gonna stereotype this thing. We're gonna have him hook up at a truck stop. Like, do you, do you not like things, Brandon, because they don't make sense too? No, that like, I didn't. It like, made more sense like than that, Bill Murray getting shot in the head. I didn't like what it represented. Where all of a sudden it was like, oh, like we're going to allude to the fact that Freddie Mercury is struggling with his sexuality. So we're uh, gonna like zoom in on the bathroom door of a truck stop, and it's like it just it. Uh, it, it was gross. Well, this would oh. have been in the seventies, and that would have been, uh, you know, uh, not uncommon thing. I mean, people for the most part couldn't be out of the closet, especially if they were in Middle America, and you know, this was on the road. So, uh, you know, finding somebody who's gay and hooking up out of necessity is, is, was kind of an accurate reflection of how a lot of. Does that still uh, work in like early two thousands? If your name's George Michael and you're in the bathroom at a park, <laughs> same thing. I, I don't think it happens as often now because. It, as a society, we're more accepting, but I think it was probably pretty reflective. A lot of uh, hookups from somebody looking for either companionship or sex or love uh, would happen in, in places like that. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, let's uh, try and get into our entertainment news. Joanna Barb is standing by. <laughs> Notes from Hollywood, celebrity scandals, and more. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. As Simon Cowell nurses a broken back, he can rest easy knowing that the empty chair he leaves behind on America's Got Talent is in great hands. Kelly Clarkson announced Monday that she will step in for Cowell while he recuperates by serving as a guest judge this week. This isn't uh, Clarkson's first rodeo in the judge's chair. She's been discovering musical talent since 2018 on NBC's sister reality competition series. This is the voice! Yes, that one. Mm -hmm. How, How meta is that that he... He was like the judge to first pick Kelly Clarkson, mm-hmm. and now she's judging. Well, she's done Mind it on American Idol below. before too. Yeah, 
Did you hear how Simon Cowell hurt his back? Pulling a Buzz Adams, I believe. Right? I think that's the technical term. The yeah. technical. No, did you term actually term? hear? Yeah, he he was on an electric bike. Electric bike. I think he was here bike. when we talked about it. I was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, Buzz was not. And Buzz was and not. Was about At least you. mentally. Well then. It has and it is August. Maybe he took his injury for you this year, Buzz. Oh, you do have. I didn't August. get an injury. I didn't get a major injury last August. No, it was the two previous ones, and we had a big party last year because, well, you survived. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. made it. Made it to September without any major injuries. <laughs> but it has not been announced when Cal will return to the show. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is getting flipped, turned upside down. The highly celebrated family sitcom that made Will Smith a star is being adapted into a drama series based on a viral YouTube trailer created by writer Morgan Cooper. Here's a little bit of the the trailer. I don't think, I, well, I don't know. Maybe Did he have any intention of it being picked up no, and taken seriously? No, he was seriously? just was a just... Fresh Prince super fan. Uh, he reimagined the hit series as a serious drama that tells the story of a Philadelphia teenager adjusting to his new life with his rich family. You know what he's doing right there? You know what's what he's a, doing right there? That? He's going, God, parents just don't understand. <laughs> nice. Well, his mom is scared, you see, because he got in one little fight and his mom got scared. Yeah. And wait till you hear what she tells him. Okay, it cuts to a scene where he's shooting some b-ball outside of his school. Is this Uncle Phil also Shredder? Like in the original? I don't know. Let's let's focus on Will here. Uncle Phil was the voice of Shredder on the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles commercial. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. (sighs) He was Shredder. All these years. This is the character of Will chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool. And what's he doing? He was shooting Shooting some some b-ball outside the school. Uh, There's more than a couple guys there. What's what's happening now? No, Champion. he didn't say he didn't say he was playing with a couple guys. He said when a couple of guys who were up to no good, you're gonna see Not in making trouble in my neighborhood. So yes. they, there's so, more than two guys there. They returned the ball to him and it hit this uh this dreadlock having gangster looking dude <laughs> in the head. Uh oh. Free meek. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Why did Will just tell him I didn't throw it? Hey, I just can't catch. It's like an episode of The Wire. Yeah. Uh-oh, there's a gun, gun. in Will's backpack, so there's a little Why bit that Will, Will was not a... telling us. Yeah, that was never in the song. You know, he was up to no good. Got in yeah. one little fight? <laughs> Dude, you had a gun. <laughs> you were up to no good like those couple of guys. Uh-oh. This looks great. Nice. <laughs> uh, chills. I got chills. What would Meek do? What? Who is Meek again? Meek, Meek Mill. Mill. <laughs> yeah, free Meek. He's a, a Philadelphia rapper. Who likes to hang out with Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots. Okay. Interesting. So he got dropped off, but it was not by a cabbie with dice in the mirror that I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say, smell you later. Wait, are they going to show Carlton? Are they going to show Hillary? Please tell me he's doing the dance. Steve? I'm Shredder. Ooh. Is there a pool house? Hmm? Or is, is he going to go uh, to a pool college house? with a peacock as a mascot? Is he going to date Tyra Banks? <laughs> uh, you should have stuck Oh, there with- he is. 
Is that Carlton? That's Carlton. <laughs> West Philadelphia, born and raised. Are they going to switch venues oh, halfway you... through, too? It wasn't halfway. It was after the first season they switched Aunt Viv's. Nah, she lasted more than no, that. There's a scene. There's a scene in the trailer where they're shooting pool. Do you remember the one where Will got hustled and yeah. then Uncle Phil showed up and hustled the hustlers and he in looks pool? At, and he looks at Jeffrey and he goes, "Jeffrey, break out Lucille." <laughs> <laughs> yeah! 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 Do they do the? Nice. Oh, come on! They didn't do the five. The- <laughs> oh yeah, he was a good boss. Yeah, remember he would hold on to the ball while all the other white kids would run around him. <laughs> Yep. This, this looks pretty good. This looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. All right. Uh, shot really at first well. I was upset, and now I'm like, all right, so I would like to vote for Michael B. Jordan to be playing Will. Yeah. Well, he's too old to play Will. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that. You, gotta you get... don't know. Look, we saw Rizzo, okay, in Greece. And how old Jughead in Riverdale? He's like 26. Okay. You, point. It's a point. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to remember, the guy who made this trailer didn't make it with the intention of no. it's going to be turned into a show. He just made it as... I mean, As a it, fan. Look, it looks like he he puts a lot of effort into it. Are they dancing to Summertime right there, by the way? If you go back a little bit. Don't you remember the summer t- Summertime song? <laughs> yeah, he's the Carlton the dance. dance. Did he do the Carlton dance? Kind of. He's, he's got the cardigan, the he's sweater the wrapped around shoulders. his shoulders. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlton. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. The new series titled Bel Air has reportedly been in the works for over a year with the show's original executive producers. Multiple streaming outlets, including Peacock, Netflix, and HBO Max, are currently bidding on the potential series. It's got to go on the Peacock. Yeah. Come on, man. Fresh Prince is on, I think, HBO Max right now. We are the Peacocks of ULA Peacocks. Technically, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is on when we're on our way to work every morning because I always see it, (laughs) and it's great. Robin Williams' daughter, Zelda Williams, slammed Eric Trump after the president's son posted a video of Williams' late father joking about presidential nominee Joe Biden. The video, which Trump posted on Twitter, sees Robin saying, uh, talking about the about Biden, like, your uncle on a new drug and hasn't gotten the dosage right. Mm-hmm. Upon seeing Trump's reposting of her father's comedy show, Zelda Williams replied to the tweet saying, well, we're reminiscing to further your political agenda. You should look up what he said about your dad. I did. Promise you it's much more savage. Gentle reminder that the dead can vote, but the living can. Wow. Yesterday was the six-year anniversary of Williams' death. Now a documentary chronicling the comedian's final days will be released on video on demand on September 1st. The documentary called Robin's Wish, His Final Days, are explored by those closest to him and details on a neurological disorder that plagued the entertainer are revealed. With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, as we get into the fifth and final hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show, also known as the El Paso-centric or local hour, maybe I should just, maybe here's what I should do. Just start off this hour with things that are specific to El Paso that I I might not have talked about because, uh, you know, we're on in the different cities, Uh uh which we still are. I do have an update for you, by the way, for yesterday. Remember how there was a difference in the COVID numbers? Yeah, they didn't add up, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So the city had released a number of 215 new cases, 
while there was a jump in the total overall cases of 540. Um, they did go ahead and clarify that. They said that that was a backlog issue. So these are older cases that hadn't been added to the total. So they weren't technically new cases. These were cases coming from private uh, laboratory testing, saying that these are cases that they had. And the, and the miscount was on cases not on deaths it was on cases and it was on not new cases so these are cases that could have been from a longer uh, time period but the private laboratories hadn't given those numbers yet to the city so they didn't have them uh, calculated in the total this is something that you're seeing happening all over um i saw that san diego was having the same issue as well uh wales vagina yeah the wales vagina was having an issue oh. with too many cases <laughs> All up in there. Uh, yeah, so they said that, that that this is something that may happen where they're going to have to update the backlog of case, of COVID cases. So they, we did get an answer. New cases was 215. Uh, total cases did go up 540. Let's stay on the uh, subject of COVID-19. The mayor, DeMargo, says that El Pasoans are only using a fraction of the available COVID-19 test. So... Lisa, pay attention here because you went out to get tested more than once. Mm -hmm. Well, the mayor says, according to the El Paso Times, that the idea that you go out and wait for a long time is not uh, is not true, but it's not anymore, I would say. So the problem was and I feel like a lot of people did get discouraged because they were hearing these, you know, six, seven hour wait times. And so people who wanted to get tested or were you know feeling like they should they didn't go because they didn't want to wait in these long lines because let's be honest people have jobs they have school they have kids they have things they need to do they can't just sit in a line all day uh, but right now uh, there has been kind of no wait at a lot of the different uh, testing facilities so if you do need to get tested uh, you can swing over there and see and the wait time is relatively small or even there's been a lot of times that I've seen that there's no weight at all. So if you if the if you haven't gotten tested yet or you feel like you you need to or you haven't done it, uh, you can do that now. This is a great time to do that because the lines have they've kind of worked out a little bit more of the kinks that they were having and um, they they're able to take those new people in who wanted to get tested. So if you did want to get tested, um, that's a great thing to do. Another thing too is if you think you had it and you've already recovered, go donate blood. Vitalant right now is in need of blood, and they are doing the antibody testing there. So standard as part of the as part of the. The blood donation, they're right. going to test it one way or the other, but you can get a free blood test to yeah. find out if you have the antibodies. Absolutely. And that's it because, you know, it does cost money. And uh, if, so you going to Vitalant, it's not going to cost you anything and you're going to be doing a good thing. You're going to be helping out by donating blood and they get to find out if your, ble- if your blood has antibodies, which is something that they want right now. They want people who are, um, you know, COVID uh, positive. Yeah, my my grandfather is going because uh, they, they want his blood. He's 87. But they said as soon as he, you know, tests negative, he needs to to come in because we need to test his blood for the antibodies. So that's something they're uh, looking for. From an article written by Eleanor Dearman in today's El Paso Times, uh, the mayor in this story acknowledges there were glitches in mid-July that led to long waits and delays, but he says those problems have been addressed, and he says that people are not are only using a fraction of the tests that are available, and his concern is if, if more people don't use them, 
They're going to stop having them. They're going to cut down on them. Yeah. And we won't have them available. So here's a quote from the mayor who will be on the show tomorrow at this time. We'll be joined by DeMargo. Uh, Public perception of long lines, multiple hour waits, and delayed return on the results may be driving the lower than hoped for volume of people that get tested. And here's another quote. We're getting ready to head into our flu season. We need to keep these going and people get tested. There's a fear the state could pull out if there's not a uh, a boost. Right. And I think in, that is a, a serious issue is that if, you know, we don't have. Don't that we need ma- to call Cardi B or uh, Meg the Stallion about that to work on that pullout game? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think that this is uh, something that's scary because right now, like, we still are having a high caseload. But because people aren't getting tested because they were so frustrated with the long wait times, uh, there's a chance they could take all of that and then what's going to happen in the fall if we do have another surge you know there's no guarantee they could bring it back there's a story up uh by maria cortez gonzalez uh west el paso alamo draft house is going to reopen with new films and the east side construction is on the schedule for the east side alamo draft house um, let's see. We're opening in advance of some big movies that are coming out. The Alamo Draft House on the West Side is set to reopen with new release August 25th. So that is uh still a week or so away. Week and a half away? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. Tickets for Unhinged will go on sale Thursday, this Thursday at drafthouse.com. Other movies coming up include all right, here you go. Are, are these movies that you were excited about before they kind of closed the theaters down? The New Mutants. Kinda. Nah, I haven't really even sure. heard about it. Isn't that yeah, the one Yeah, it's really that... been under the radar. It's got Maisie Williams who played Arya Stark. Oh, okay. Who does she that play in The New Mutants? That movie kept getting delayed. Yeah. I mean, it's been in the works for like three years. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be in the MCU? Yeah. Well, I don't know about the main MCU or not. Because uh, it's a Marvel movie, but it's also twenty. Uh, but it's dealing know. with mutants, which means it deals with X Men. But X Men are also now over in the, that's like they're they're bringing them over to the MCU. Hmm. At least that's the plan. New mutants scheduled for August twenty eighth. Oh, she plays Wolfsbane. Oh, okay. Is that the lady, like an Irish girl who can turn herself into a wolf? No, she's just really hairy. No, no, no. <laughs> I think Wolfsbane turns her can turn into a wolf. Yes, a hairy one though. Wolf. Yeah, it's a wolf. She turns into a wolf. What? Bill and Ted face the music August 26th. Yeah, that one. Super excited for. Tenet is slotted for September 4th. Oh, that reminds me. I got to watch Inception. It's not a sequel, though. Is it? No. No, it just reminds me I have to watch Inception because of the Christopher Nolan movie. BJ's at the movies. Woo! You guys are back. You back bring, in business. Bring back the BJ's at the movies yes. for September 4th for, for Tenet. Tenet. I mean, you guys could have been doing BJ's at home this whole time. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> no, you have to go to the movies. Only in for public. <laughs> Only in public. Uh, let's see if they're taught. Uh, well, the guy who runs the theater says, I'm excited about Tenet because Christopher Nolan's a great, dete- great director. Okay, I agree. Later in the year, fans can look forward to Black Widow, slated for November. 
Steven Spielberg's remake of West Side Story. James Bond, No Time to Die, and Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman looks good. Yeah, And it'd be interesting to see what they do with James Bond, mm-hmm. because you keep hearing rumors that he's, he's going to die. Hence but it the says no, called time no Time to, to Die. die. <laughs> <laughs> like, the time is now, don't tell me what to do. What happened to die another day, and uh, you only die twice, or you only live twice? You only live twice. Like, a lot of the James Bond titles reference death either death or life, and they're not being The Living time. Daylights? Yeah. Golden Eye? Oh, yeah, that one doesn't. <laughs> well, I didn't say all of them. <laughs> Lee Elementary School will be renamed Sunrise Mountain. What? The school is one Did of the... Did they put it into, like, a, a hippie word generator? And they were like, hmm, Sunrise, sunrise. Mountain. It's called what? It will be renamed Sunrise Mountain. Sunrise. Robert E. Lee Elementary School is in El Paso's uh, okay. northeast. I see, I see why now. I, I was like, I wonder why they're Doesn't that make you kind of wonder, like, when they were deciding on the name, what year was it, and what was the thinking? Mm-hmm. To well, name it after him? We want to name it after Confederate General Robert E. Lee because... You know those He's a great pe- patriot. You know those people that left our country to start their, their own, own, lost that war... Let's celebrate. I'd them. like to get a time Hot machine. Damn, I got it. And just go back and be a fly on the wall, not interrupt, but just like hear. Not the interrupt con- you. Like, I just yeah. no. I want to hear this out. Just, I just want to hear oh, how they came up there's with. There's not a chance in hell you wouldn't interrupt. <laughs> yeah. You just hear him in the background. <clears throat> like you wonder who the other names were. <clears throat> Martin Luther King. L- L- it was probably between Martin Luther King and. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was probably lo- it was probably named way before Martin Luther King Jr. Right? It was probably named in the. 20s or 30s, maybe at the turn of the century, but somehow out... What if it was created just last year? So far away. I mean, technically, Texas was a Confederate state, but so far away from the fighting and the action. Ooh, it's you like know, the in Dire El Paso. Is so far away from Why me. would they decide, you know what, we're going to name it after one of our military heroes. Let's go with the Civil War. And you know what, let's go for the side that was fighting against the United States. It just seems like a weird thought process that went into naming it. It's like, hey, you know what? Why don't we name a school after Mussolini? He fought against us in a war and lost. (laughs) Mussolini high? Yeah. (laughs) Well, they they break it down by which uh, school board members voted for, which uh, against, and which abstained, in case you're wondering. Uh, I am wondering. Robert E. Lee V was the (laughs) one person to abstain. Trustee uh, Diane Dye voted for the name change, along with Bob Jeske, Al Velarde, Josh Acevedo, and Freddie Clael Avilos voted in favor of the name. The school opened, wait, in favor of keeping it or changing it? Changing it. Okay. Okay. And the voted school, in favor of the new name Sunrise the Mountain. Sunrise Mountain. Now, it, it says school, here that Trustee Daniel Call voted against it, but it doesn't say, did he vote against the new name or did he vote against changing renaming it? Renaming it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yo, let's rethink this name. And everyone was like, no. Sunrise, sunrise Mountain. You put yourself into position of Sunrise Mountain. 1956 was when that school opened. You know what was going on in 56? Brown v. Board of Education. Racism? Lun- lun- yeah, but <laughs> lunch counter demonstrations in the South. Integration, mm-hmm. civil rights. This was a reaction to that. This wasn't like a lot of people who, who were Civil War veterans. Most of those were dead by that time. 
What? This was a reaction to the Come civil on, rights movement. There's two grandchildren. Got, yeah, two grandkids <laughs> from like 200 years ago. You, you did bring that to our attention. Um, I got to think that most, but how how wrong you find out you are that most people would say, yeah, it's time to take these Confederate generals' names. Mm. But when you just called it Lee Elementary, it was very difficult to discern whether it was that which one you were talking about. It could be any Lee. Harvey Oswald. I mean, it could have been after him. You Sandra never know. Lee. Bruce. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And the school uniforms, that yellow outfit. Oh, my God. Oh, cool. All the schools that named after Robert E. Lee should be changed to Bruce, Bruce Lee, and they can still be like Midland Lee, except it's Bruce. That would be... Not Robert E. Pure, first period, you take nunchucks. Look, and I'm... Second to- period, be like water. I'm familiar with all of the arguments that people come up with for for keeping Confederate generals' names on schools, and army bases for that matter. I'm familiar with your argument. They all come down to racism in one form or another. Mm -hmm. And and people might say, well, they they were mainly fighting over states' rights. Yeah, the main state right they were fighting over was the states' rights for people to own other people. It was the war of northern aggression. But especially the military bases. Oh, and here's another. You know, Robert E. Lee had a military career before the Confederate War. He was a hero of the Mexican-American War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know who else was also an American hero up until he wasn't? Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold <laughs> was a very highly thought of general the, in the in the uh, colonial army. Mm-hmm. Is that the guy behind the eggs? Eggs Benedict, eggs yeah. Benedict. That's exactly Ooh. <sighs> Anyway, we don't have very, a lot of very rich. we don't have a, you eat them they turn on you. You might notice we don't have any military bases. <laughs> ah, well played. That's a good one, Nico. We don't have Fort Benedict Arnold anywhere, and that's because he ended up betraying his country. Like how we're still laughing at Nico's joke and Buzz is just towering through. Well, <laughs> let me get to this. Point. At, so, at some point, I just have to focus out laugh on the noise. At Nico's joke. It was. Funny. <laughs> I think he's upset that he didn't come no, up with it, yeah. and we're laughing at somebody else's joke. No, he 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 really wants to get through this. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> Door mom. <laughs> <laughs> Door mom who? <laughs> Door mom you, I've come to bargain. No? Okay. Now it's funny. A heat advisory has been issued for El Paso and Juarez. Oh, no. Amid uh, possible record-setting me, temperatures. That made me tear up a little bit. Temperatures have reached 105 degrees and are expected to stay above 100 for several days. Oh, no. At least through the weekend. I Dude, I did an article yesterday looking at how, uh, if we could possibly break the record for the most 100 degree days in a year. Hmm. Where would I find that article? At KLQ.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, does it seem that we have, an, have had an abnormal amount of 100 degree days this God, year? Yeah. Like, it seems like it's been a lot. Yeah. Do you know what the record is? The record is. But and this is me trying to find from different sources, and you can tell that there are some like I like I had to count 2018, 2019, and 2020, and you can tell that when you relate that to other sources, you can tell that maybe there was one source that considered the high of 99, and then another source considered it a high of 100. So it's, it fluctuates by a few, mm. but the one place that I was able to find where it was the weather.gov, it has um, what was the year? 
1884 saw 66 days above 100 degrees or 100 degrees or higher. So triple digit temperatures. Eight, did you say 64? 66. 1866. No, 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 no. 1884 was the year. 1884 was the year, and we had 66 days that were triple digits or higher? Well, yes. Well, I don't think they were high. I don't think they were quadruple, quadruple digits. digits. No. Uh, so imagine that. Being back then, no AC. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the last three years, and we had 34 days of 100-plus degree heat back in 2018. Last year, we had 41 days. So we're relatively close. And this year, and this wasn't including yesterday where we did top um, uh, over 100 degrees. That would now put us, if we add in yesterday, that put us at 35 for this year. And we still have half of August to go. So I don't think we're going to hit 66, but we could top last year's uh, 40, number of 41. Do you ever try to cook an egg on the sidewalk? When I was a kid, yeah. we'd do that, take an egg out there. I didn't want to make a mess, so I'd put a pan first. Go bake a cookie? Yeah. On your uh, dashboard? You can do it on a dashboard, too? In your car, yeah. Well, we should try that one out. (laughs) And your car smells like cookies. Mm. When you get in your car and it's got like a reading and it comes up and it's like 116 degrees, is it measuring the heat inside your car? No, I think it's it's How accurate is your car temperature? Well, if you let the car sit... Yeah, if you let the car sit, the the sensor is going to like... Heat up. Heat up. But if you drive around... It's why you're not supposed to have... Like, if you have a thermometer in your backyard, it shouldn't be in direct sunlight because that direct sunlight is going to cause it to spike. It's going to be a lot hotter than it actually is. Let's talk about uh, a big item here I feel like deserves to be talked about. Uh, Joe Biden announced his pick for vice president. He picked uh, California Senator Kamala Harris. Ugandan giant. (laughs) It's been an up and down week for people with with the name Kamala. Mm-hmm. Had Kamala, Kamala the Uni- Uganda giant pass away, but then Kamala the Harris is now <laughs> running for vice president. So, like I say, good news and bad news for the Kamalas of the world. Yeah. She's going to slap her belly, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed. Like, that first debate and the second debate, I, I thought she owned everybody up there in those early debates. And she was really aggressive. Yeah, she's like a pit bull. I mean, she seems really sharp. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's she can in- lead Joe in the right direction. Like, and by that, I mean off the stage. Like, no, you go this way to the right. Stop well, all talk. I, she can feed him when he I needs. think it is one of those <laughs> situations where you're, you're voting for who the cabinet's going to be and also who the mm-hmm. vice president is going to be. Yeah. Um, from a strategic standpoint, I think this is probably a good move. But as much as like, Trump was tweeting about Kamala Harris and talking about Kamala Harris and saying she wants to defund the police and she wants to do all this. People on the left are upset because of just the opposite. She was a pretty aggressive uh, district attorney when she served as district attorney uh, of San Francisco and then attorney general General of California. It was that she backed up the police too much for people on the left. People in the center are are fine with her. She lied and kept evidence. Like She's the exact kind of person that Democrats... Are protesting against that they don't like. Yeah, and this is the interesting thing is like you uh, growing up out there, you kind of knew that about her, and so it's kind of funny to see my friends that are Republicans because they're going, yeah, Kamala's, yeah, she's she's okay. 
Like they're kind of like, because so, you know, yeah, she is very, she is more kind of pro police, like a law and order pro police. She, yeah, she's probably, she really is. You know, her her she might have evolved uh, since then, but she's right, getting so knocked then, for for the same thing from the left and from the extreme. Mm-hmm. Well, the, let's the say headline. the extreme left and the extreme right. This is the headline on Breitbart right now: Kamala Harris further left than Democratic Socialist Bernie Sanders. So, <laughs> it's not even okay. remote. There, so in no way is Gov, that true. According yeah. to GovTrack.us, <laughs> GovTrack says is that something run by Breitbart? It says that Kamala Harris is the number one uh, liberal. In the Senate, so right I now. I did see that too. And who wants I, to bet that someone who, said they're like Bernie Sanders isn't real anymore? Like he's gone? He's the, not the most liberal. Who wants to bet that this whoever this group is, I, whoever the nominee would have been, they would have said, oh, they're the most liberal left candidate that he possibly could have picked. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Final segment of the show for today. So we'll just hit some items uh, maybe that we missed, circle back on some that are worth bringing up again. They're saying this is going to be a major break with British history and tradition. Meghan Markle is going to vote in the U.S. presidential election. Oh, okay. British royals aren't supposed to vote. Because they're expected to remain neutral on political matters. They stepped away? No, they're still considered the uh, Duke and Duchess of Sussex, though, right? Yeah, but they stepped away. I mean, let her do what she wants. Yeah, that's true. That's so, a good point. I guess, like, like Queen Elizabeth has been all the, through all these prime ministers, you know, and she would have a weekly meeting with the prime minister. What she never did was vote in an election mm-hmm. because the royals are supposed to be neutral. But there's no law against it, so Meghan Markle is going to vote in the U.S. presidential election. Actor and singer Trini Lopez died of COVID-19. He was 83, did have COVID-19. And, uh, well, we mentioned Fresh Prince getting a gritty reboot. It actually sounds pretty cool based on the yeah. It, yeah, the trailer video that they made. it's sort of in that vein, because that's the inspiration for it, right? Yeah. I don't know if they'll use any of the actors that were in that trailer, but it's it's really good. It's like a more realistic version of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, not a, not a comedy. If you're, they should bring in Reginald Vell Johnson as Uncle Phil. I'm just saying. Was it he? Carl the, Winslow. Carl Winslow, right? Ooh. The last blockbuster in the world can be rented out as an Airbnb for $4 a night. And you can wow. probably buy weed down the street, too. Yeah. Oh, there's a good movie <laughs> night. <laughs> Say there's only one Blockbuster store in the world. It's in Bend, Oregon. And families are going to be allowed to stay overnight and watch as many movies as they want while they're there. No late fees? There, I don't know. It depends on if you rewind your cassette or not. You got to be kind, man. <laughs> They're only charging four dollars a night, but it's only for people in the local area. We should call them and ask them if they are fully stocked on Jurassic Park for Joanna. Yeah. Oh. Joanna says. I wonder how much the snacks are too. Are they, they never had Jurassic Park when you it would was go. Always out. Mm. All right, we can hear a little bit about this, but uh, they've got it 
set up with a non-widescreen TV, a VCR, a beanbag chair, a pull-out couch, plus candy and snacks provided. It sounds like a dorm room. Yeah. <laughs> a really bad one. <laughs> a non-widescreen TV. Sandy Harding has been the manager since 2004. And she says the only reason they're still in business is because the community goes out of its way to keep renting movies from them. Don't you have Netflix? Yeah, but we're supporting. Well, you know, it's a local business. It's Bend, very, very shop local. Yeah, what is Bend, Oregon like, Brandon? It's a hippie town. Okay. I mean, it's 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 very outdoorsy. (laughs) Um, Would you? Is it mountainous, wooded? Yes, all of the above. It's uh, during the the winter time. You've got the mountains where you can go uh, skiing, and during the summertime, it's just it's beautiful out there. There's a like the deserts right there, but there's also forest on the other side. You can go hiking and. Rivers, lakes, the whole nine. It's really, it's an amazing place. Is it good for squatching? Is there some good squatching grounds up there? I think there's a lot of uh, decent squatching places you can uh, travel on out to. All right, here's a little bit from Sandy, who's managed the Blockbuster. What a year to get into Blockbuster, 2004. That's like, no, it was 2004 that she became the manager. Oh, wow. I wonder if she saw the writing on the wall. But I guess in her case... You know, she's at the one store that's still open. Well, and that was when Netflix was still a uh, Deliver- uh, mail, yeah, mail, mail delivery service. service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what kids are saying these days. We miss the 90s. Will, will Brie Larson and Captain Marvel show up? Because that'd be cool. Oh. I mean, she busted through the roof of a blockbuster. Are you right? going to get charged, though, if you don't rewind your video like they used to back in the day? Russia says that it's created the world's first coronavirus vaccine. Just keep swimming, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Uh, Putin says that his daughter has taken the vaccine. Is that his daughter? Do we know that? Well, they don't really have an FDA or a a Food and Drug Administration or testing standards. I got one to test it on. Yeah. Yes, I found daughter. They're very casual when it comes to clinical trials, so... No, they have a... Here, try this. Method. You are my daughter. You do what they say. And there's a new dating site for people who refuse to wear masks. People who refuse yeah, and think the pandemic was, is a hoax. I thought it was Trump dating. It's an online forum <laughs> at lockdownskeptics.org. <laughs> Lockdowns. I will be going over to lockdownskeptics.org out of curiosity later, but apparently it's not an app. It's just it's a just, website. It's just a well, it's a forum on this on this website, lockdownskeptics.org. Who wouldn't want to hook up with the dad who got carried out of uh, Whole Foods like a toddler by his adult son? <laughs> I think that bears uh, playing back. <laughs> this this guy was asked to leave. So at this point, <laughs> at this point, his son, who could be a teenager or could be 20, lifts him up off the ground. His legs are dangling like a toddler. But everybody needs love, I guess. <laughs> so uh, what's the website again? Dumbass skeptics. Lockdownskeptics.org. Lockdownskeptics.org. That's right. All right, we got to wrap up today's show. Have a great Wednesday, everybody, and we will be back in a few hours. We'll be back tomorrow at 5 a.m. for Thursday's show. Talk to you then. So long.